the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. If you're happy enough to live out in East County or lucky enough to live out in East County and you're looking for a good propane dev- uh, provider, San Diego Propane is my choice. I use them, and I couldn't be happier. Dave and his family do an awesome job. So uh, supplying propane to East County, but that's the downside. They only take care of East County. So go to sd-propane.com to find a, if they're in your area, or you can call them direct at 619-460-1705, 619-460-1709. Tell them Dave sent you. West Escondido Auto and Transmissions. Boy, if you're looking for a good honest repair shop, it's AAA approved, Napa Auto Care approved, ASC certified, master techs at each location. You can go to westautomotivegroup.com. Four locations to choose from, from Escondido all the way into San Diego. Nobody does it better than Brian and his team, so check them out. All right, so I've got a, uh, oh, one more, hot rods and custom stuff. If you're into hot rods or maybe you're looking for memorabilia or you have a hot rod, you don't know who can work on it for you, well, that's what Hot Rods and Custom Stuff does. They're an award-winning body shop, general repair, fabricators, painters, you name it, they can do it. That's Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. Go to HotRodsCustomStuff.com or you can call them at 760-745-1170. They're right there just outside the auto park at 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Just Google Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. All right, the vehicle of the week is a 2022 Volvo XC40 T5 all-wheel drive. Now, this is the smallest of the Volvo SUVs. Uh, Four comfortable, you know, two in the front, two in the second row. Uh, Full down second row seats, so if you need more luggage space, you got to go to the big box store or what have you, then you can. Uh, The one I'm driving is Onyx Black with a really kind of a pretty blue speckle in the paint. It's really, really quite unique. 2.0 liter turbo, uh, 248 horsepower, 8-speed automatic, all-wheel drive. Uh, definitely will get you where you need to go. 22 city, 30 highway, 25 combined. Yeah, I'm usually pretty good at hypermiling, and I could not squeeze more than 22.5 out of it. So I was a little surprised at that. Base price, about $35,100. Uh, you know, but it's... You know, it's 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 a Scandinavian SUV, and it's designed for the city and beyond. That's kind of their their tag. Uh, it's got a twelve point three inch digital display. Uh, it's only got FM and HD radio. It's got XM. This one wasn't uh, activated. Um, no AM, which I was a little surprised, but not the end of the world. Heated seats. 
Uh, it's got a great warranty, four-year, uh, 50,000 mile. And then uh, you've got a 336 free maintenance, which you can't beat that with a stick. Uh, it drives extremely well. It's got uh, cameras. It's got intermittent wipers. It's got uh, heated seats. Uh, the infotainment center will take a little bit getting used to. Uh, it's not as easy at first. I mean, it just takes a little bit of time. And once you figure it out, like, for example, this this may sound odd, but I know it's a safety feature. To put it into park, you have to take the crystal shifter and tag it, tap it twice forward to go into park. And then you have to tap it twice backwards to put it into drive and i know that's a safety feature but then there's a button that you can push for park and a and a locking uh, emergency brake uh it's all electronic it's got cubby holes everywhere it's got usb ports uh it's really it's got plenty of room in the doors for for water bottles you've got your a nice spacious uh, center console back seat folks got plenty of room uh you've also got a and i guess you could call this a scandinavian uh feature and that's to kick through um there's a little square in the middle of the second row seats, and that would be for skis. And I had to pick up a room divider, or take it, actually take it back. The wife bought it and decided she didn't need it. And I'm thinking, man, I'm never going to get this thing in this car. But I just pushed the passenger seat forward, laid the, the backrest forward, laid the two seats down, and it, it was fine. It was over six feet tall, and it fit perfectly. So I was very, very impressed with that. Because, you know, your first impression is, this thing's not going to, this is going to be a little bit too small. This one had a sunroof. It's got a versatile uh, roof rack that has, you know, you go to your Volvo dealer and you have every option known to man that'll uh, attach to that roof rack, whether it be for bicycles or, you know, storage boxes or, you know, uh, canoes, you know, you name it. Because let's face it, Volvo is very outdoorsish. So when they build a car, that's what they build it for. And safety features just galore. Just, and that's, I can't tell you. I mean, I could be here for an hour telling you about all the different uh, mitigations they have, you know, for pedestrians, vehicles that can determine whether a car or a bicycle is coming up on your left or right side. It makes sure you look in the back seat before you leave to make sure you haven't left anything. Uh, mainly kids. And valuables. You know, it's got a tonneau cover in the rear, so if you were to throw your valuables in the back, if you couldn't take them with you, like a laptop or what have you, you know, it does have a cover, and no one would know it was in there unless they broke in. Electronic rear hatch. Uh, and it's probably one of the quickest rear hatch openings I've seen in a while. Now, you probably think, well, why is that important? Well, you know, if you're sitting there and your hands are full and you need to get that, get your hands unloaded, you know, this thing's quick, you know, and it gets, it gives you the opportunity to get your, uh, get your gear in there. Uh, it's got the nice headlights and they're kind of what I call tracking headlights, you know, when, especially if you're up in the mountains and it's dark turning left and turning right you know it kind of the headlights kind of you know illuminates to the left and to the right just to make sure that you you know your visibility is clear and you can see anything and everything you need to see uh what else has it got that i really really liked 
Uh, yeah, there. You know, other than that, uh, I think I pretty much covered all the bases. It's just, uh, you know, if you're a Volvo person, then this would be at least a place to start. Like I said, it is the smaller of the three. I think you've got the XC. Uh, we could just talk about the forty, the sixty, and I think there's a ninety. So you can, uh, you know, move your way up, up the ladder as you so see fit. Uh, yeah, the sixty and the ninety. I was right, but uh, you know that would be that would be your choice. Your competition would be an Audi Q3, the BMW X2, the Mercedes GLA, and a GLB. Uh, personally, for the money, I would probably stick with the, the Volvo. But the best thing for you to do is uh, get in it, road test it, drive it, see if it fits your needs. And if it does, well, then pull the trigger. If it doesn't, then take a look at the 60 and then, then again, take a look at the 90, you know, before you, uh, you know, before you decide to move on to another manufacturer. Uh, it's got a, they've got a great uh, uh, maintenance record. They've got great safety. Uh, records like I mentioned before, I mean, if you look, yeah, they don't have the uh, five-star rating on this piece of paperwork I got from Volvo, but go take a look. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. Kristen Barclay's on the line. We're going to talk a Kia Sorento hybrid right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by South Bay Auto House down at 310 Trousdale Drive in Chula Vista. Independent San Diego Mercedes-Benz specialist celebrating over 25 years of quality service, well-trained technicians. Uh, anything and everything you need done on your mercedes uh, South Bay Auto House can do it. Uh, if you're thinking about buying a new Mercedes and you're going to trade yours in, give Auto House a shot at it first. Might give you more money than the dealer will. And they've got qualified, uh, certified, well, not certified, but qualified used cars down there as well. So check them out at autohouse.com, uh, autohouse.com for all your Mercedes-Benz needs. Like I said, I would highly recommend you do that. I'm sorry, OutofHouseSouthBay.com. OutofHouseSouthBay.com. Talk to Gary and Rick. They'll take very good care of you. Bumper Doc Santee, scratches, dings, and dents. Window tinting. They are the experts when it comes to window tinting. Check them out at 8711 Magnolia Santee. Go to SanteeBumperDoc.com. Tell them you heard it right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. And last but not least, Express Auto Service, where these guys work on all my cars. Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. Anything with an engine, transmission, and a differential, they'll work on it. Talk to Dave and Connie. Tell them I sent you. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line, 2022 Kia Sorento Hybrid. How you doing, kid? I'm great. You probably need to catch your breath. You had a mouthful right there. I know. Well, because I, I do an hour for the San Diego Automotive Museum, and all of the commercials that normally are there, because they're on once a month, I have to shove them into this hour because there's one guy that paid for that whole hour, and so I told him I would just run his and his alone. You know, it's funny. Well, you're such a professional. You do it really well, and, you <laughs> well, know, we've got some great sponsors. So I, I really do. I really do. Just like I got really great folks calling in and talking about cars. And it's funny you talk about the Kia Sorento Hybrid, 
I had a lady call me yesterday, and she wants to get us an SUV. She didn't know what to get. I says, actually, she told me she wanted the Sportage. And I says, oh, that's a good choice. I says, she, But she ended up driving out in a Sorento. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of partial to the Sorento, especially now that I've driven the uh, hybrid. You know, it's a little bit smaller than the Telluride. Right. Um, the wheelbase, I believe, is like three inches shorter if you go down to uh, to measuring it. I'm not one that's big. I'm I'm big on like uh, use. You know, you can talk to me about like cargo space and mm-hmm. wheelbases all day long, but I'm I'm kind of an experienced kind of person. Like I have to experience it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like this is a great size. Matter of fact, it's funny because I was just—I've had a friend that's been emailing me all week. Um, they have um, one child, another on the way. They recently moved from um, Washington State to uh, Cincinnati, and they're in the market for a hybrid. And she said, "You know, I wanted a minivan, but I can't afford it right now." And I was like, "You know what? I'm actually in a great vehicle this week." Mm-hmm. Um, so I did like a little video tour with them, and she was she was impressed that you know for the for the exterior size like how roomy roomy it was she kept going that looks like really spacious and i said yeah it is um i was impressed by how smooth it is uh it's got a turbocharged 1.6 liter four-cylinder engine with a six-speed automatic transition and the it's just seamless integration between the uh the gas and the electric hybrid drivetrain um I, I thought it was really smooth. It's got a lot of power. It's got a lot of torque. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got 227 horsepower, but then it's 258 pound-feet of torque. So it will get up and go. Uh, but the good thing is, even when you get up and go, uh, you're not headed to the uh, to the fuel tank because it's so efficient. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think my uh, I don't think my fuel reading has budged all week. It's it's rated 37 combined, 39 city and 35 highway but uh i mean that's that's amazing so um with with the way i've been driving it this week i guess i should say it's amazing because i'm not i'm not hyper myelin like you do occasionally um i've had some errands to run and so i've been like all right i gotta get here gotta get there um and i like the way that they did the the second row uh with captain stairs you know standard versus mm-hmm. the bench seating um, I like the size of the infota- infotainment touchscreen. It was really easy for me to sync my phone. Um, I've been really big lately on, you know, first thing you do, get in, Bluetooth my phone. How easy is it? Um, because for some reason, it seems like some automakers are making it more and more complicated. Yep. Um, not key. It's like super easy. And uh, the call clarity is really good as well, which, you know, I think, I think that's something that we take for granted. But the call clarity is not always perfect, even right. in these newer vehicles. And it stays um, connected. That's one of my exactly. bug, bugaboos. I hate it where I'll connect it one day, and then I'll, the next morning I'll get up and get in the car, and I have to reconnect it. God, it just irritates me to death. You know what? It stays so connected that I leave my Bluetooth on my phone all the time because it talks to my watch. And oh. one day I was on my phone, <laughs> and I, I walked outside because you know, I was on a uh, call, and I was like, well, I'll check the mail. <laughs> I, I was like, I couldn't hear the person all of a sudden. I was like... Hello, 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 I can't hear you. <laughs> it had synced with the car because I had just started the car because I was getting ready to, you know, I was like, oh, I'll get my mail. And then as soon as I wrap up the phone call, we'll go for a ride. And then I realized what happened. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So they can hear in the car. You have, but, yeah, so. you, why do you have a phone in your watch? Because you have only, a phone too, right? Yeah, but it's only so that, like, <laughs> if I, let's say that I walk, 
you know, again, like this example, walk out to the mailbox. It's, it's a, mailbox is a pretty good distance from the house. Or if I walk down to the pool, it's a pretty good distance from the house. Uh-huh. A lot of times I forget to take my phone with me, and then you call. And you're like, why is she not answering? She works yeah. seven days a week. She shouldn't answer her phone. You are so, so you're uh, just a techno geek, and you like all those new toys. Confession, I do. I, I like that stuff. I, I like it. Well, I told you what I did. I want a, a Bluetooth speaker from Sean Geary. You know at. Uh, at uh, you know the stereo play, I can't think of the name of the company, and I thought, oh, okay, this is really great. What do I do with it? She goes, well, it's for your phone. I go, my phone. I don't want anybody to be hearing my conversations. <laughs> no, no, no. It's for all the music on your phone. Oh, any music on my phone? I got a stereo in the house. I got a radio in the car. Why would I? <laughs> I know. I'm just so old. No, you know what? It, it's for uh, so. Even though I love tech, I'm like not a DIYer. Uh, so we use our Bluetooth speaker out by yeah. the pool all the time on mm. my daughter's phone because otherwise I'd have to hardwire. Yeah, and I don't have the knowledge to do that. So, um, but, Mar- Marlon, but anyways, does. Mar- Marlon does. Marlon uh, does. Uh, you know what? Both of us need help when we change a light bulb. Don't even go there. <laughs> I know. Oh, we're good drivers. We're good yeah. drivers. And I do yeah. think that the Sorrento is impressive. Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of three-row hybrids available. Um, and while this third row is not large enough, you know, like I said, it's smaller than the Telluride. It's not large enough for adults to be comfortable for a long time or maybe even at all. I mm-hmm. would put kids back there um, or your pet or your groceries or whatever. Um, it's I, I was impressed, especially the price tag. I mean, I, like I was telling my friend today because we were describing it. And I gave her a tour. It's like I get my price range. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, what do you think it is? And she's like, that's probably about a forty eight thousand dollar. I said, no. I said, I'm in the X. It only comes in two trims, the S and the X. And as tested was thirty seven thousand eight twenty. Right. So, I think it's a good price. Yeah. No, without a shadow of a doubt. And you know, and 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 if she doesn't want to go, she wants a little less expensive. She doesn't have to get the hybrid. She can just get the gas model. Totally true. Yeah. Totally true. It's she. She was saying. I guess their other vehicle right now is a a Volt. And they've mm-hmm. been uh, enjoying the fact that they're not ever having to, like, stop and put gas in it. So that's yeah. why I brought up the hybrid. But, yeah, it totally could go the uh, the gas version. Yeah. You know, that you know that transition could be a little tough for her, you know, going from a, a full 100% electric to having to go back to the gas pumps, especially with, you know, fuel prices the way they are today. But, again, you know, they got to drive it. they got to see if the, the bells and whistles and the features outdo, you know, not having to go to the gas station. Yeah, and the other thing is, I'm hearing here in Texas, because I did have a friend interested in it, wanted to come look at it this week. She said that they're really, Sorrento right now, especially the hybrid, is really hard to find. They're very in demand. Um, so, you know, call your dealerships, let them know, see if you can build one online. Um, but again, and I know you said dealers don't like this, but a lot of them have test models. And so my friend came and checked mine out, the one that we're driving this week. And she said, I said, you know, try this dealer. They usually, she called them up and they said, yeah, we've got one. You can test drive. Come on. And if you want it, we'll, we'll order you one. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, and if she's a, buying has evolved, and if she's a good enough friend, uh, Kia has friends and family that you can contact your fact, you know, your uh, PR rep. And, uh, once the person decides on a vehicle, you can get a code and save them a little bit of money there too. I don't know if you were aware of that. I am. I, I hear that that's uh, that, that I don't know with Kia, but a lot of, a lot of, uh, OEMs have that on hold right now because the demand is just too great. Oh, you're probably right. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you're probably right. But it's still it's still five year, sixty thousand mile base warranty, ten year, hundred thousand mile 
uh, you know, powertrain warranty, buy the Kia service contract, or the whole vehicle's guaranteed for 10 year, 100000 That's really hard to beat. One of the best in the in- industry, and, you know, it's got all the safety features, plus it's got the second-best infotainment system yes. in the industry. Right. It's just super easy to adapt to and use. So, And aren't they giving free maintenance for three years or 36, if I'm not mistaken? I could be wrong. I'm not, I'd have to look that up, but it seems to me like they do give you three years, 36,000-mile maintenance. I see five-year, 60,000-mile roadside assistance, but I yeah. didn't see the three-year, okay. but I'm, you know... I, I could know. I could be wrong. I mean, it's not like we don't look at a million cars. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I do know it's loaded with safety features oh. for the price. You know, I mean, Jeez. it's pretty much got everything that uh, that you need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and the stuff that you don't realize you need until, you know, like automatic high beams, which I love, and then the rear yep. occupant alert. Yep. Um, I almost forgot I had groceries in the back seat, and it started dinging at me. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Back there. Okay. Wow. And the other thing mm-hmm. I love too, turn signals in the dash. Cameras. I love that feature. Those are those are awesome. I mean, there's so much safety stuff these days that, you know, that's why I'm always telling people like don't you know, it's better to own a car for three to five years and then if you can get another one. Um, not because your car's worn out, but because all the safety right. features that are coming out, you want to stay in something that's uh, as up-to-date as possible. And you will be shocked. The lady that bought the Kia, she said that the dealer took her and you know did a tutorial and walked around, and she just says, OMG, I can't believe how much stuff is in this vehicle for the price. And I go, well, that's kind of you know Kia's mindset, you know, give the consumer more than what they expect. They really loaded up. It's uh, Kia and Hyundai, uh, best best bang for the buck yep. uh, in so many different ways. Without a shadow of a doubt. So, yeah. So, it's one of those that you kind of hate to give back, you know, but unfortunately, you know, you do. But, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, fun, and it's a fun little car to drive, too. I really enjoy driving it. I mean, it surprised me because, you know, you just kind of look at it. And mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes... I think sometimes people equate hybrid to slow or boring. Right. Not um, this thing. It, no, it's not at all. It really isn't. That the way that they have the torque and just the way, yeah, it, it's it's fun to drive and it's deceptive um, right. because you know it's it's so quiet. It's a great vehicle. Um, one that probably wasn't on my list and now will definitely be on my list to uh, to recommend to friends. Yeah, yeah. You you seem like you work as hard as I do helping people get cars. Because it's there's so many out there and there's so many questions and it could it could be tough. All right, well, hey man, it's always a blast chatting with you. Uh, next week you're off because it's Mother's Day, right? Yeah, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Mother's Day because you truly deserve it. I hope they spoil you ridiculously. Thank you. And then you're going to give me the week off after that. I'm going to take a vacation. So uh, no, I don't. And then even, I'll be back. You better look that up. I don't think you know what that is. <laughs> It's been, what, three years? Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you send me a manual. I'll let you send me the instruction manual on that. I I think you've got it handled. All right. How do people follow you around? Uh, FocusDailyNews.com or Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio. Thank you, Dave. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay, folks, don't touch that dial. We got uh, two segments coming up, not one, but two. Brian Armstead is going to talk about the Austin Martin DBX 707, and you won't believe where he went to drive it. 
I think it's a country called Sardinia. Can you believe it? Right here on the You Ought to Know Show, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. Anything under your carriage, Steve is the man. Two-wheel, all-wheel, four-wheel. Can't beat it. Go to sdgearaxle.com. And John's Automotive Import Repair, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. You get the drill. He's got two locations, one at Riverdale and one on University Avenue. Just go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. Tell him you heard it right here on You Auto Know. Okay, we got Brian Armstead on the line, and I have a sneaky feeling he just bought an Aston Martin DBX 707. <laughs> Tell the truth. I know you did, or you want to. You know, Dave, it's that bonus you gave me for last week's show <laughs> that put me over the top, man. I've been rolling quarters for how long have I been doing the show now? Six, seven years? Yeah, at least. I've been rolling my dimes and quarters ever since, and that, that bonus, that bonus, $20 you gave me last week for the show. Put you over. Put me over the top. I am now officially at 286 and some change. There you go. You know, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm there, man. I, I, I got my color. I got my interior laid out. I'm going tomorrow yep. to my friend up at Long Island uh, Motors up in New York, Michael Sexton. He sells these cars. So I'm, I'm a... I'm going to take a Greyhound up there so I don't waste too much of my uh, hard-earned money on, you know, tolls and what have you. I'm taking Greyhound bus for yeah. $30. Yeah, stay, out, way, stay out of yeah. the subway. Stay out of the subway. Those <laughs> those things aren't safe in your neck of the woods. So what, I no, guess I, I guess it's kind of silly asking you, what did you think of the 707? Well, you know, my first experience, Dave, if you recall, was with the base, and I hate to even say this word because it's so sacrilegious to call any Aston Martin a base car. <laughs> but my base, my experience was with the base DBX down on South Beach. Now, the you know, the, the DBX has only been out for a model year or two, so mm-hmm. it's like everybody's still getting used to seeing it, and it was really, it was a big hit. Uh, my friend lives on Collins, mm-hmm. which is just a couple of blocks from Ocean Drive. So, you know, of course I had to, you know, do do my luxury thing. You know how I do it, Dave. Oh, you're rolling. And, uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we drove along, we drove along Collins, created a lot of, uh, a lot of interest, but really, you know, after we left Collins Avenue and, um, and Ocean Drive, we took it north to my sister's place in Palm Beach. Now, if you're not familiar with the financial hierarchy of the state of Florida, Palm Beach is, has, you know, they, they're like clearly one of the top yeah. five, you know, big money uh, areas to, to live. You know, uh, Mar-a-Lago is there. Uh, the Breakers Hotel is there. Uh, it's just off the chain. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. So people, that's old money there. And, and people closer to our age group than to the young folks riding around South Beach and Lamborghinis and, and Ferraris and, and, you know, the, uh, what's the three, uh, what's the, um, three seat car called kind of wild looking thing. Oh, the Pangini uh, or no, no, no. It's like a hybrid motorcycle car. Oh, 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 oh. Slingshot. Yeah. Slingshot. Slingshots. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's more of a different crowd on South Beach, but you know, Palm Beach is old money, so you're used to seeing Bentleys and G-Wagons and Rolls Royces. So the Aston Martin was cute 
up there. <laughs> but, you know, it, it just kind of fit in because it's just it's just the way it rolls up there. But, that you know, the base, 70, uh, the base Aston Martin DBX, Dave, only has a 4-liter V8 with 542 horsepower. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can't have that with the Lamborghini Euros outselling the DBX 4-1. to one. Yeah. So, you know, um, Aston Martin decided to bring it. And basically, uh, you know, his statement from uh, Dr. Andy Palmer, he's the Aston Martin Maganda President Group CEO. He said, hey, I can't emphasize enough how incredibly exciting and significant DBS is for Aston Martin. This development alone, this beautiful SUV has already taken the company into new territories and in inspiring directions. So you take that kind of energy and you buffer it by building, uh, uh, you take that same AMG Mercedes-sourced twin turbo V8, you had larger turbochargers, enhanced engine breathing, breathing, a less restrictive, a restrict, I can't talk to you, a less restrictive exhaust, mm-hmm. a new nine-speed, nine uh, wet-clutch nine-speed automatic transmission, and you have 697 horsepower. Whoa. Or seven hundred seven. That's how you pronounce it correctly. Uh, and you know, it's just a one hundred ninety three mile per hour supercar now. Mm. So they they've added the seven hundred seven is all about that luxury crown. You know, they want to take on the euros head on. You know, the the Mercedes G wagon outsells the euros and euros and the uh, the DBX probably five to one, but. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of old school now. I mean, the the, the G wagon is still a cool vehicle, but you know, unless you're rocking an AMG version, it's kind of like a a station wagon mm. or you know, a, it's an E class now to to most of the folks who drive them because it's just not it's not considered ultra luxury. It's a great luxury sport ute, but when you start to cross that two hundred thousand mile uh, dollar mark, then you start to get into the ultra luxury sport ute segment. And that's what the DBX aims for. That's what Aston Martin aims for across the board. Because in the 106 years of their history, they've always been about hand-built British perfection. And so I have to crown the uh, the DBX 707, you know, as the most powerful luxury sport unit out there, Dave. Oh, boy. Luxury sport. Luxury sport unit. You, you notice I said that, right? Yeah. Why is that, Dave? Well, Why because- only luxury sport unit? Well, because once you crawl in this thing, it just probably oozes luxury. No, it's because Dodge, Jeep, and Tesla all have more powerful. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Sport sport use. Like, you know, with their track hawks and Hellcat Jeeps and all this stuff. I mean, they got crazy horsepower. They're over 700 horsepower. But they don't have luxury. They don't have have luxury. See, and that's why I said once you get in that car, the luxury just oozes out of every pore. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Sardinia, you know, it's uh, it's a protectorate of, uh, of Italy. So uh, it's part of the uh, the whole big big shoe in the uh, Mediterranean uh, syndrome. There, I love this. I love the shape of it, Italy. You know, when I was growing mm. up, I was like, oh, there's a boot, there's a boot in the sea there. <laughs> <laughs> so you fly you fly into Rome and you take uh, you take a local jet. Uh, I forgot what airline we flew on, but uh, very good service. A uh, couple of flights a day, you know, post uh, COVID, uh, and it's kind of out of season right now. It's not the high season for the island. 
But Sardinia is just amazing. It's the perfect playground to drive the car because 68% of it is mountainous. It's hilly, Dave. Because uh, See, I was, was going to be my question. Because Sardinia is not that big of an island, is it? Well, it's the second largest island in the Mediterranean behind Sicily. So okay. It's, it's pretty... It's a pretty good size. I mean, you know, we we drove for hours and didn't even begin to touch on the uh, on the road the roadways uh, around there. Thirteen uh, percent of the island is mountainous. Sixty eight percent is hilly. They've got some beautiful rocky coasts, a lot wow. of uninhabited land, beautiful long white sand beaches. Mm. You know, Dave, I've been to seventy eight countries so far. Uh, and Italy was the 78th, because all those places I've been, I've never been to Italy, and this is a true treasure in the Italian, uh, you know, portfolio, their crown. I mean, it's just really, really, mm. a, it's a must, it's a must-visit, bucket-list destination that has to do with not only the roadways and the topography of the place and the sheer natural beauty of the place, but also with the the luxury, the five star luxury of the resort. So we stayed in one that was just really incredible. But also with the people of Sardinia, they have the uh, the, the status of being super centenarians in Sardinia, and they share with Ox- Okinawa the longest, the highest rate of centenarians and super centenarians in the world. Mm. So um, yeah, they are just they're they're bringing it, man. They're they know how to they eat right. You know, it's a lot of olive oil in the diet. That Mediterranean diet is really spectacular with the amount of olive oil that uh, you know that's in their um, in their diet, and they they just bring it. The people are kind. The island is beautiful. It's clean. You don't see any trash on the roads. No homeless. We stayed in. Some, uh, well, I would doubt that somebody would be able to get over there <laughs> to be to be homeless. <laughs> I just had to ask. What are they going to do? Float across the Mediterranean? Hey, I'm surrounded by homeless people. I just had to ask the question. Hey, how was oh, traffic? Was how was traffic? What kind of what kind of traffic uh, uh, inundations do they have there? Well, they have an outstanding main roadway system. Now they also have the Polizia Stradale, mm-hmm. the local constables. Uh, and they, you know, they basically were out there looking for us with laser and radar enforcement. And one of our colleagues got pinged at over 100 miles an hour. Oh. Surprisingly, they did not drag us behind off to jail. He got, he got off with a warning somehow. Wow. I think, you know, I think it's because we brought, uh, you know, Aston Martin brought a lot of the loaves of, uh, five pound loaves of, of spam and cheese to the island in terms <laughs> of cash. Yeah, I you bet. Know? And I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it was. It's it's an excellent roadway system. It's well marked. They have a lot of precipitous precipitous drop offs and cliffs like California does, you know, mm-hmm. the canyon roads. But they're they're pretty well buffered in terms of just being able to drive off the road. Like I was in Palm Springs last week. Right. I mean, there were some points, man, where you you know you, you, I said I would not want to be up here at night because if you go straight in a couple of locations, you you're going down a couple thousand feet. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I know. I was there. As, I was there a while back. Cause, no, it could be freaky. Hey, let's take a quick break. And we'll come back. We'll talk more. Seven oh seven with Brian Armstead on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to the You Ought to Know Show. FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, another AAA 
Napa Auto Care ASC certified shop that you can't beat. They're excellent. 3909 Convoy Street in San Diego. Go to convoyautorepair.com. And Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa got a lease return. You need to take your vehicle in there and let them go through a complete inspection so you don't get dinged for high-dollar cleanups. All right, we got Brian Armstead on the line. He's been talking Aston Martin DBX 707. Aston Martin decided that they were going to get a little deeper into the luxury SUV world. And, of course, yeah. Aston yeah, Martin. A little more juice, Dave. Yeah, Aston yeah. Martin doesn't do anything lightweight. So they they hit him hard, and uh, Brian was happy. Yeah, I just wanted to wrap it up about you know, the whole kind of infrastructure in Sardinia. We stayed at the Hotel Cala de Volpe. It's a true five-star property, Dave. It's on the Costa as uh, the Costa Smeralda. Now, this Costa Smeralda was developed in the early 1960s, and basically they had a strict master plan for the area. All of the infrastructure had to be correct. Airports, from the airports to the streets, drainage systems, Mm -hmm. the golf courses, hotels, residences, all had to meet the same core principle to build everything in full respect with the nature around this, around the uh, whatever property you had, we were licensed to build, using all indigenous materials while, while respecting the ancient local heritage. So it's just stunningly, it's like the the, the hotel is, a, it's like made out, it looks like somebody just took a clay set and made the hotel. It's just beautiful clay with the, with the terracotta roofs, it's stunning pools and it's on these natural, uh, it's on a natural waterway with hills rising out of the sea. It's just just breathtaking beauty. Uh, Back to beauty in the motoring form, the Aston Martin DBX 707 is just plain gorgeous. The styling front to rear, up front, uh, Dave, you've got this kind of wide mouth bass kind of um, look to it. Um, You know, as if it, uh, it, it looks like a DB5, you know, the classic James Bond DB5, but with a larger version of that grill. And then, you know, the the wide Aston Martin stance, you turn it to the side, it's got deeply sculpted lower panels. The door panels look like they were developed in an air tunnel just to, you know, help with aerodynamics. The the front and rear haunches are also very aerodynamic. And then you get to the rear, you've got a roof-mounted spoiler, and you have a hatch-mounted uh, spoiler. So I'm sure the CD, the coefficient of drag for this vehicle is very, very low. Back up to the front, you've got splitters that are uh, on the air intakes for the intercoolers and brake system, but then you have a dual lower splitter to help with aerodynamics as well. In a 193 mile an hour vehicle, you have to be able to keep it on the ground, and you can tell that they pay strict attention to the aerodynamics. Inside, Dave, you've got a You've got sports seats that are just really crafted for the uh, for the Aston Martin. All digital gauges in front of you in the DBX 707. <laughs> You've got a 12.3 inch thin uh, film transistor TFT screen on the center dash. It handles all of the you know standard issue navigation, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, pert- pertinent to the driver and. Uh, uh, then you have a ten and a half inch uh, TFT screen in the center console. A three hundred sixty degree camera system takes care of all the sights around you. 
carbon fiber is optional. You can outfit your DBX with all the carbon fiber you want. Of course, my model had was full carbon fiber. And then they also have a high-end program called Q by Aston Martin. It's the high-end luxury you know, version, which basically says, hey, if you have the money, we can build it for you. So whatever you want to do with your Aston Martin, like they had one on display, and I don't have the exact color. I wrote it down somewhere, but I could not find it. It's a green metallic. If you look at my Facebook post, you'll see a copy of it. It's kind of a green metallic version of the car. And, uh, you know, Dave, you want you want a Dave Stahl uh, KCBQ logo across your DBX 707? They can do that for you. <laughs> I mean, anything you want. Oh, yeah, you I can want, imagine. You want, you want pictures of your, your wife's uh, dogs uh, etched into the seat, you know. Piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of cake. You, I mean, basically, bespoke programs are not new with the Brits. You right. know, Rolls-Royce and, right. and Bentley are are famous for these types of programs. So why not in an Aston Martin? Sure. Why not have that level of luxury in an Aston Martin as well? We drove about five hours in the course of a day across Sardinia, Dave. Uh, the road handling capabilities was really impressive, particularly because most of the time was spent in the hilly terrain. It's got a full-time all-wheel drive system, a standard uh, 22-inch wheels with 23s, optional it's got an adaptive triple chamber air spring damper system coupled to the eARC, which is an active roll control system. It's a 48 volt electric anti roll system. Mm. The all wheel drive system has an active center differential and an electronic rear limited slip differential called EDIF. So the torque distribution front to rear is seamless and it's handled by a single piece carbon fiber prop shaft for lightweight. It's fully automatic, and it has the ability to send up to 100% of the torque to the rear axle on demand. So when you get on and off the office at a stoplight, it's like you're in a, DBX, a DB5 or a DB9 sports car, rather, DB11, a modern Aston Martin sports car. But then when you get up in the twisties, the E-diff and the you know active roll control and all these, uh, the full-time four-wheel drive system, all-wheel drive system, rather, uh, all combines to give you that kind of handling prowess that you would expect in an Aston Martin, but in a tall vehicle, basically a tall wagon that is a, you know, a sport utility vehicle. So mm-hmm. they tune it. It's quiet. It's enormous inside. Dave, you know, for, for listeners not familiar with, with me, and I, I kind of joke about this from time to time, I'm 6'9", 275 pounds. You know, people can't make money building cars for people. No. Guys, manufacturers can't. Right. This vehicle is roomy. I had leg room. I had shoulder room. And with the one-piece glass panoramic roof, I had yards of headroom. I mean, I could pat my, I could do taps on my head and not touch the roof, which is rare in any wow. vehicle for me. Uh, and, you know, that whole um, panoramic roof really lights up the interior. It gives it a lot of presence. Everything is laid out. You've got hand-stitched steering wheels and, you know, custom this and custom that, even at the base DBX 707 level. Braking is impressive. You know, zero to 60 in this vehicle, Dave, is is just a tick over three seconds. Wow. And with the top speed of 193 miles an hour, you've got 16-and-a-half carbon fiber uh, front rotors, 16-and-a-half-inch carbon fiber front rotors with six-piston calipers, and 15.4-inch rear rotors. 
And, you know, they, they get you down from over 100 to zero pretty quickly. So they've done their homework with this car. It's impressively designed. It's really a very, very fun car to drive. Uh, you know, if you've got the base prices for the 707 begin at 236 uh, and some change, delivery charge is $3,086. And this is the car they have, the Aston, I mean, the Lamborghini Euros, again, square in its sights. It's outselling the base DBX 4-to-1 right now. So this is going to bring Aston Martin back into the game. You know, the Euros is, is different because it's just in your face. And, you know, there's a group of people who love that in-your-face, mm-hmm. edgy, angular styling. It's almost like, you know, futuristic styling of Lamborghinis. There's they're sharp lines on every part of any Lamborghini that's ever been sold. Uh, you know, modern Lamborghini. I'm not talking about the, the smooth, uh, you know, looking um, uh, cars of the, uh, the 60s and 70s. This is like Contage on steroids. You know, with the Huracan and the, uh, right. you know, all of the modern modern uh, Lamborghinis, they're, they're just they're meant for a different breed of people. They're loud, they're brash, mm-hmm. they, they have you know incredible performance. But they, you know, they they announce their presence mm-hmm. wherever they go through the noise or through the sheer styling or through the wild colors that they, right. you know, emblazon these Lamborghinis with. And it's and constant. taking it. And it's constant. Constant. So you can't yeah. turn it off. You can't say, I would just like a nice, comfortable cruise down the road. Yeah, it, they, they yeah. won't let you. The, the, the chief creative officer for Aston Martin, his name is Mark Reichman, he kind of hit the nail on the head. When you're in the Alpha SUV, you don't have to try too hard. Mm-hmm. So we concentrated on the areas of design that would make the DDX 707 instantly recognizable as the highest performing model. Right. So they don't have to scream about the success and the and you know the wealth behind the people right. that drive this vehicle. Again, go back to go back to Palm Beach. It's like, hey, yeah. you know, we got it and, and we know we have it and we don't have to we don't have to make a lot of noise about it. Let's just go about our business in proper British fashion. Yep. You know, you, you know, the the Brits are, are very they're proper. Yes. You know, they're refined, they're well dressed, yes. they're in the know. This is a car that speaks right. of the of the British tradition. And again, right. it's a one hundred and six year old company. Yep. Uh they they've done this vehicle just right, Dave. You can go to Aston Martin uh, dot com and spec out. You know, like I said, I got that twenty bucks last week from you, man. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm on go the for it. Hey, I'm by the, the way, bus tomorrow. Dude. By the way, you got uh, next Sunday off. I'm going to be with GMC, which I normally don't do weekend press events, but Shauna begged me. So I'm going to do some off roading with the Sierra up in the mountains in Palomar. Yeah, you know I had to. I had to miss that because of COVID. I missed that, and I missed the Hummer. So yeah. I'm really, really sad about that. But that's going to be big fun, Dave. So that's you get to – yeah, and uh, Tuesday I drive – it was so cute, I thought of you. So I'm going up to Malibu, and they've got four Porsches uh, – uh, that they're going to have us road test. And she says, uh, well, we have four cars. Uh, is there any particular one you'd like to drive? And I said, yes, all four. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All That's right, buddy. Hey, enjoy your weekend, Thanks. and I'll talk to you down the road, buddy. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Uh, all right, this is You Ought to Know, FM 96, AM 1170, The Answer, Racing Radio, right around the corner. Stay tuned. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.